Hello and welcome back to the Comic Matter Podcast. I am your host, Jesse, and with me today is nobody but myself. Um, I didn't have a guest this week scheduled, and I'm working on getting some more scheduled, so there might be some weeks without episodes still. But I wanted to take this moment to try to get some uh, listener stories and uh, talk about some comic book things that have impacted me and mattered to me recently. And to just, yeah, just talk about comics uh, randomly for once, which is weird. Um, I'll get to the one uh, listener story I got in a minute, but I want to talk about uh, comics that uh, matter to me this, uh, this these last few weeks. Or comic book related things. That's the big thing is this show isn't just about the comic books themselves, but what the comic books inspire or who, um, who uses them to inspire others. And one of the biggest things that happened in these last few weeks um, is the loss of uh, Chadwick Boseman um, to colon cancer. And it's an understatement to say how big of an impact he had on so many people. And the thing about comic books in him is, of course, everybody knows he played Black Panther. But but the thing is, to me, is it's one of the... I mean, we had Blade, uh, but I don't think a lot of kids watch Blade. I mean, maybe a lot of kids watch Blade. I didn't watch Blade growing up. But Black Panther, I feel like, is the first big live-action black superhero that really invaded the public consciousness. Um, everybody I knew saw Black Panther and adored it. And um, I saw people who I would never think would blink twice at a Black Panther movie just jumping in on it. And there's a lot of people to take credit for how good Black Panther is. But I think the biggest reason Black Panther was as good as it was, was because of Chadwick and the energy he brought to that character. He embodied everything about uh, Black Panther and uh, Chitala. It's just... It, he's he was a powerhouse in that movie and it's just a, it's a huge loss to the comic community and representation in that industry and i think i mean i think there will be different versions of the representation going forward but i think at this moment it would be a miss for me not to talk about that it happened during recording of last week's podcast uh, i didn't really know how to talk about it at that moment because i was processing it and it's a weird thing processing someone, uh, someone's death that you never knew. But I think the reason this one hit me so hard is he was just so iconic in every role he played. And I had my nieces and my nephews who are just so much younger than I am uh, adoring Black Panther and then him being their favorite superhero. And uh, it's his, Black Panther's the only Marvel movie that inspired me after I saw it to write uh, more art and practice on certain aspects of my writing. Uh, no other superhero movie has done that yet. And I just think it's, it's, it hurts. It hurts a whole lot. And I wanted to bring that up first. Um, representation 100% matters in every industry, but especially right now in the comic industry, because we're not seeing it as, as much as we should on screen. And I feel like we're definitely not seeing as much as we should on paper and behind the scenes in the industry. Um, I think the independent scene is better than anything else, but I just really hope we can get better as a whole when it comes to representation. Um, other comic book things that kind of hit me is uh, I, got the, I got the new Avengers game, right, for PS4. And I, I play almost every superhero game that comes out 
I was so jazzed about this because it was something I felt like I could just relax and enjoy my favorite superheroes. But when I started playing it, the characters, I got a different version of the MCU characters, which is one, something I really wanted. But two, you got to see it through Kamala Khan's eyes in the campaign. No spoilers. I promise no spoilers, but she's in the marketing. But it's really her story through the Avengers. And it was so nice to just see a fan slowly become an Avenger, but also see her life. And they, they don't go into, I think, enough detail of her life and the origins of her like they do in the comics. But I think this game will be hugely impactful for so many people down the road. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes. It's not perfect. Of course, it's not perfect. But it was just really cool to have that this uh, this last week. A few other things. Um, some stuff I've been reading. Uh, I started reading Mage by Matt Wagner. And I think Matt Wagner is a comic book creator that I came to very recently in last year. But it has really impacted me about the idea of independent books and independent superheroes. I started reading uh, uh, Grendel on Comicsology Unlimited. And that was a huge mind-blowing way to me how to tell a narrative, right? Like it was different artists, but he was always writing it. And it was just always different styles, different tales, but they all connected into one. And then I started reading Mage and it reminded me very much of when we talked about Zot a few months ago with Grace and how there was a full world there, but since it was an independent book, you didn't have any baggage of the continuity or the, the, the canon of the universe. Um, it was very much an empty uh, canvas for us to paint through the narrative. And it's a little emptier than I think Zod is when it comes to the world around it. But it's so fascinating to see a, a, a comic book throw you right into it and then just like start going ham on the story. So I really enjoyed reading Mage. Um, what else? Uh, I had a few others and they just kind of left me. Oh, I, I just read um, They Only Find Us When We're Dead. I believe it's the name of it by um, by Boom. And I think that that's another book. Uh, I'll, uh, Ewing and uh, I want to say, oh, I just remember the name of the artist. Let me, let me grab that name real fast because my brain cannot hold these memories. The name of the artist is uh, Simon D. Mio. I hope I pronounced that right. And uh, yeah, they, they, we only find them when when they're dead. Is such a fascinating tale of uh, just the future of space and the idea of uh, how we would truly treat celestials like in the Marvel universe. It's a very beautiful book, very colorful. the The pacing is jarring unless you're really honed in on focused on it. Um, but yeah, I just absolutely adore the the way he built the world so quickly and filled you in all these details within like twenty five pages. And it, it was that well, like it was going so fast. But yeah, highly recommend that one. Um, and the last book I want to talk about again, I want to do a full episode on this at some point. But I was thinking about this again recently. It's Tom King's Batman Run. And I know there's a lot of issues with it, but uh, I was thinking about that last last City of Bane issue where he tells his father that you, you're not my father. Like that whole thing was like, like you're trying to raise me already. You're trying to tell me to stop being Batman, but you're not my father. You're not the man who raised me. That was the man you killed. And I remember when I first read that issue, 
and I wish I had on these I could read actually that scene. But uh, yeah, I remember just reading it in my living room and just bawling afterwards because it's such an impactful father-son story. Batman's been with me for so long that I just got broken from that issue. And I feel like it was a long build up to that. There's a lot of really good Alfred Bruce scenes in all of Tom King's run. I think it was slowly building to that final conclusion that Thomas is never his father, it's Alfred. And I think if anything, that's probably one of the single best scenes in Tom King's Batman run. Um, so move on from that. I want to read a listener story and uh, we'll call it an episode. It'll be a short episode, but yeah, I just want, I felt like I, I still needed to record this week. Uh, there might not be an episode next week. It just depends if I get a guest or not. Um, or I plan something else. We'll see. But uh, this is from a, a listener named Patrick. And he wrote in to say, uh, I've always been a comic book, comic book fan. They have been around me in one way or another since I, I can remember. Growing up a shy kid with a few close friends, uh, I had comics. But then in, this, in 1996, the summer before my seventh grade uh, year, my family moved across the country from Manus, Virginia to Koa, I'm going to pronounce this so wrong, Kanaoa, Hawaii. Uh, culture shock is a bit of an understatement. I had no friends, no TV, and nothing but time on my hands until school started in the fall. The one saving grace was the Kanoa, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Kanoa Library, which was a short bus ride from where we were living. The Kanoa Library was amazing. They had a big graphic novel section, as well as a spinner rack full of single issues. I'm pretty sure I read everything. I started with familiar stuff, X-Men from the Ashes, the Executioner's Song, the Bat Books, but eventually I ran out of unknown properties, so I grabbed up Usagi Yojimbo, which I also hope I pronounced that right, because I remembered him from the Ninja Turtles cartoon. I read the first volume of Hellblazer, and it scared the hell out of me. V for Vendetta, which I didn't, uh, which I know I didn't understand at the time, but hey, it's a comic. I read so much that summer, and while I didn't love every comic, I enjoyed reading them. The library is where I really discovered what comics could be. They didn't have to be colorful heroes, punching villains. They could be anything. Comics helped turn a summer I was dreading into a summer I wouldn't forget. Thanks, Patrick, for uh, sending that in. And if you want to send in a story for me to read on there, you can send it uh, many ways. Uh, my DMs are actually open this time for my Twitter, which is at Comics Matter Pod. Uh, Facebook, because I still have Facebook, at facebook.com slash comicsmatter. Or you can email me at comicbooksmatterpodcast at gmail.com, I believe. All of a sudden, I'm like, is that actually my email? I should remember that. Let me make sure. No, it's actually Comic Books Matter. Just comicsmatter at gmail.com. That's where you can email me your story or any questions you want to ask a future guest. Um, if you can leave a review and rate us anywhere you listen, that would be great. Tell a friend about it if you like the show. Slowly getting better at this, I hope. Uh, and I hope you actually enjoy the interviews that I do get and talking to people just about things that matter to them in the comic world. Um, uh, logo by my friend Steven. Uh, and the theme song for the show is uh, Joy in the Restaurant by David Sitsi. And it found it at my uh, freemusicarchive.com. Remember, everybody, be good to each other. Have a good rest of your long weekend, hopefully. And uh, as always, Black Lives Still Matter. Good night.